live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellas with you. Great to be here in your company. Head of a massive weekend of racing around New Zealand. As always, the CEO of Waikato Thoroughbred Racing, Butch Castles, is with us. Morning, Butch. How are you? Yeah, looking forward to a Derby Day, Trackside New Zealand Derby Day, one of the great days uh, racing, probably the most prestigious race on the New Zealand racing calendar, the Derby in any jurisdiction is the race that most owners want to win and certainly no different here in NZ. Uh, look, we've got a ruling favourite, a dominant favourite in orchestral. She's done everything right in the lead up. We're going to catch up with one of her co-trainers, Robert Wellwood, and make sure she is on song for the big dance. But uh, yeah, it is the feature of a really good card at Ellerslie. Couple of big names to join us. As you said, Robert Wellwood will have Ryan Elliott on the program and Kylie Williams as well a little later on with uh, racing at Wingatui also featuring this weekend. But Ellerslie is the main port of call for this uh, weekend's racing. And it is a pleasure to, uh, off the top of the show, uh, welcome in trainer Robert Wellwood joining us to chat about his $1.40 Derby favourite orchestral. Robert, welcome to the program. How are you? Yeah, morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Yeah, very well. G'day, Robert. Look, uh, Butch here, and uh, the day before uh, Christmas, I suppose a bit like Christmas Eve for uh, someone with a dominant favourite in the in the derby, a bit of trepidation, but also you must take real confidence on the way that she has uh, led into the race. Yeah, it's a little bit more nerve-wracking than Christmas. Um, my family aren't that, that difficult to deal with. Uh, <laughs> um, the uh, Yeah, look, she, she's done everything right, the... Um, uh, her last two runs in particular, you know, she just hasn't put a foot wrong, really. We've seen her jump away from the gates a bit better, and, and she's been very strong through the line. So, um, uh, no, she's sort of ticked every box in that regard, and, and yeah, we're looking forward to it. But um, it's been a nervous few weeks since Avondale Guineas. You, you had a very dominant filly last year in Prowess, and you chose to sidestep the derby for the 2,400 metres, and and uh, proved to, to be pulled the right rein with uh, the win in the Wait for Age 2000 metre race. It appears there's never been any concern, uh, particularly after the last two runs, that Orchestral's going to see out a strong derby trip. Would that be fair from the outside looking in? Yeah, exactly. We sort of never really got the feeling from Prowess that she was a mile and a half horse, but um, this filly's just given us no reason to, to think that she won't um, handle the, the mile and a half. Um, and then probably the way... You know, she ran through the line over over first run over ground in the Avondale Guineas just gave us more confident uh, confidence to, to sort of head in the direction of the derby. James McDonald wrote her on Karaka Million Night and uh, I know uh, he uh, gave for everyone glowing reports. You must have taken real confidence out of what he told her, safely th- told you about her, safely through the derby, Sydney on her dance card. Yeah, exactly. When you hear James saying, you know, um, Things like he did after he rode her, you sort of uh, you probably do get a little bit excited because he's he sat on some very good horses and and uh, he's he's got a pretty good um, hold on on what a good horse feels like. So that was very exciting and and certainly the the plan is to go to the Vinery after the Derby, but obviously we've got to tick the box this weekend. She's got to come through it well, and um, but that would be uh, yeah that would be the goal. The training ranks in New Zealand, Roger James, uh, unparalleled as far as Derby winner goes. Must be uh, pleasing to have him as your training partner. And I suppose call on that experience and that knowledge of what to do leading into a Derby uh, in these last couple of weeks. 
Yeah, exactly. You'd think his nerves would be a bit better since he's won it five times and, and probably running about 30 New Zealand derbies. But uh, uh, yeah, look, as you say, he's got he's got years and years of experience and um, uh, no, it's, it's sort of been great to you know watch not only her but but other derby runners we've had in the, in the past and, and, and different things you can do because they are all different and um, uh, hopefully uh, this time we can uh, you know, have it as a winning recipe. Yeah, for sure. So she's uh, race nine, number 17, Orchestra. You've got a couple of other runners with good chances in the card. Race seven is the mainstream plumbing Mufasa Stakes. Good field of three-year-olds, this. But, gee, she created an impression on debut. Irish legacy, awfully hard to do. Step up from a Taupo maiden into what is, I think, a pretty strong group race. But she just gave the impression there was something about her. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a huge ask going, as you say, from a Taupo maiden on towards um, uh, you know, a group race on Derby Day. But the the three year old um, black type options are running out, and we'd love to give her an opportunity as a, as a three year old. Um, she she won very well, and the format of the race has been very good. So um, look, I, if she put everything together and, and did everything right, um, not to say she can't be amongst them, but obviously, uh, yeah, she's certainly lacking experience compared to some of the favoured runners. Bred to be good though. Our Australian listeners will know plenty about uh, her mum. Must be, must be pretty cool when you get one walk in the uh, gate by I am invincible out of Shillelagh. Yeah, absolutely. We were we were honoured when we asked a trainer. Um, unfortunately, she's showing good ability because yeah, um, when you get the you know, the opportunity to train um, so, you know horses bred such as she. Um, yeah, you, know, you want to be able to get a result with them and and return the um, you know, return it to the owners as as, a, as an improved filly. And then the last you trained has to be a winner, and gee, that was a good run in the Sir Patrick Hogan Carapero Classic at its last run. It's got a tricky barrier draw out wide, but in saying that, the mile run at Ellerslie is as good as there is. Big long run into the first corner. Uh, look on the strength of what we saw last time and the consistent form has to be a winner. Might well be well named. Yeah, look, it was a great run at Tarapa. We 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 thought we were nearly there and, and just got nailed late. But um, huge thrill for the owners and and, and that um, special conditions race. And and um, if he if he shows up to that similar form, um, you know, you think he's going to be right amongst them on Saturday. He does have to carry a lot of weight, but um, uh, nonetheless, I think uh, he's in, in nice form and, and looks well. Yeah, only a four kilo spread in the race. So yes, he's got sixty, but the bottom one with fifty six. So. Not much of a spread. Righto, Robert, you've got three really good chances there. Obviously, Orchestral is the uh, dominant favourite in the derby. One more sleep. Let's safely get her there and uh, hope that she can uh, get the punters home and you guys home uh, in a derby because she has looked so special. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. Robert Wellwood with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Our next guest here on the program, a man who is looking to emulate last year's Derby victory, is Ryan Elliott. He joins us now on Breakfast with the Kiwis with Butch Castles. Ryan, welcome. How's things? Good, good. I'm super. G'day, Ryan Butch here. Look, uh, Derby Day, one of those days that we... uh, Really look forward to, and from a jockey's perspective, plenty of money up at uh, Ellerslie. You've got uh, some nice rides on the card. Let's go through them. Race two, the Shane York Memorial. This at the mile, and gee, Wallen was good in the Sir Patrick Hogan Carapillo Classic. You gave him an absolute gun ride, but he was super late, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Uh, the race really panned out for him. He just got a suck run up the inside, and he's got a really good finish on him, which will help him on Saturday. 
Yeah, look, it's not a big field, just the 10 in it. Uh, looks like there's a little bit of pace in the race. Um, from the gate, you're going to go back. That's his pattern of racing. But if he was able to replicate that turn of foot, particularly late in the race, uh, he'd be hard to hold out, wouldn't he? Yeah, he can actually put himself there about three back if if that was able to happen. But we just don't want to be too far off the leaders. But I don't want to change his pattern because he's going to be earning a nice little break after this. Yeah, he's done a really good job on one prep. So, uh, yeah, I reckon uh, we might see uh, something good again from him. In fair, wow, he's been super this preparation, Ryan. He was really good in running to, into a nice uh, mare, resuming at Trentham. Then he won uh, impressively first time over ground, and it's probably better even again last week. He's a dominant favourite, 2,200 metres. That'll suit him down to the ground. Yeah, Graham's taking his time with this horse. and <clears throat> Fresh up over a mile, he... Just come to the end of it, a really nice mare beat him on the line, but um, he's going through the grades quite nicely, and hopefully he's going to do it again on Saturday. It looks like uh, distance won't worry him. I know he still holds a nomination for the Auckland Cup, and we know Graham uh, has uh, aspirations on winning those big races. If he was safely through Saturday, do you think a 3,200-metre race yet okay for him? Yeah, he's he's a nice, relaxed horse. He... He never touches a bit in a race. He, every time you ask him, he gives them. He's a horse that probably will get a 3,200. If it's not this year, it's going to be next year. Mm, for sure. Right, race seven. Uh, just speaking with uh, Robert Wellwood, it's a big ask for this Philly Irish legacy to step up from a Taupo maiden, but I know he's, uh, she is held in high regard by the stable. You were the postillion at Taupo. She must have given you a great feel. Yeah, I've had a little bit to do with this filly. She's got a few quirks, and um, it's a big step and step up in grade. But um, I think she can step up, step up to it. So she uh, look, she rounded it out pretty well. She gets to the fourteen on Saturday. No reason at all why that won't suit her. She's bred to uh, be very, very good, isn't she? Yeah, she's got a phenomenal breeding line, and that fourteen is just really going to suit, especially with the. Little, not as much pace in the race as there should be, but um, she'll be hitting the line late anyway. Mm. Right over the feature of the trackside New Zealand derby. We talked about it sharp and smart last year, just as sharp this year. Is he just as sharp? He definitely is, but we're coming up against a quality filly and just the right run we're going to need. Yeah, you're going to need it, and you've got a tricky barrier, but in saying that, gee, he's been good his last couple, particularly, well, both of them. Crack a million night over the mile at Ellerslie, roared home, and look, he was good, uh, fought well in the Avondale Guineas. You're right, she's pretty special by the looks, but you wouldn't be conceding just yet, I wouldn't have thought. No, the gate's not too much of a worry. He's he's going to end up, probably end up going back, or if we decide to follow her, we'll see what happens, but... um. He's going to get the distance. He relaxes nicely, and he's got he's got a little bit of class at the end. So we're going to be on the right side of these horses to get around them and get him the line strong. Yeah, for sure. He has got a touch of class on his side, no doubt about that. And then the last Kung Fu Master Panda back out of uh, Hong Kong <laughs> won a trial recently. So I suppose if he could bring that trial form to the races, he'd be some sort of chance. Yeah, unknown horse. He's coming from Hong Kong and had a nice little hit out at the trials and a um, little bit of fitness there. The stable, a little bit of confidence. He's going to run a nice race for a shot. 
Right, I know you'd like Justice Sharp to be your best chance, winning chance on the day, given it's a million dollar race. But uh, what do you think's the best of them, Ryan? Um, if I make weight, it'll be in fur, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> if you make weight, you got uh, kilo. They're giving you a kilo, have they? Yep. We'll yeah. be playing a bit of tug of war in the morning to get the weight off, but he's definitely worth it. Yeah, for sure. He's worth it. All right. He's flying the horse. Thanks for your time. No, it's tough when you're wasting. Appreciate it here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Safe travels out there tomorrow and good luck. Cheers, Butch. Thank you. That was Ryan Elliott chatting with Butch Castles here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. After the break, we'll get the latest from Kylie Williams. That's next on the program. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis here and Butch Castles, as always, on the program, the CEO of Waikato Thoroughbred Racing. Racing at Wingatui this weekend as well and joining us on the program now to have a chat about it and preview her book of rides is jockey Kylie Williams. Morning, Kylie. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? G'day, Kylie Butch here. You were such a great chat last time. Thought we'd better get you back on uh, with uh, Wingatui on Saturday. Busy day for you with a good book of rides. Starting in the first, you ride a first starter, Moore Sass. She's a half-sister to Lady Sass, who you ride uh, later on. Do you know much about, if anything, about this one? Um, I've seen her jump out on um, the Facebook video that um, was played, and I spoke to Calvert after the jump out, and yeah, um, I think they, they said she's got a wee bit of toe, but um, she'll be pretty green with only having a couple in the jump out with her. But um, she's drawn nine, so um, yeah, if she misses away, at least she's got a bit of, bit of room than drawing one and having a field full of inexperienced two-year-olds in front of her. So yeah, I think they think a wee bit of her, but yeah, just maybe the greenness that might come into play tomorrow. Yeah, they'll be going lickety split to over 820 metres as well. Race two, Almanac was good at resuming, running second the next two haven't uh, been much but you've always got to respect the Pittman stable. Exactly and I rode him um, fresh up down here when he runs second and it was a very encouraging run. Um, I see that they've put the, the side winkers on, hopefully that might spark him up a little bit. He's a, he's a lovely big horse um, that you know showed a wee bit, so hopefully with the blinkers on, it might spark him up. He's got a nice enough draw, but he he doesn't seem to jump that fast. But yeah, hopefully he can show that form that he showed first up in the south. Mm, for sure, righto. Race number three. Uh, this one, uh, the tape uh, watchers will have spotted this run at Ascot Park, hitting the line really hard. Six dollars fifty into five fifty. So punters have come for it. Must be a huge chance Saturday. Definitely, and and we've drawn one again, which is probably going to play her against, against her like it did in Vicargo, but at least we've got a bigger, roomier track. Um, there doesn't seem to be a lot of speed in the race, so um, I'm just hoping that she can she can show a bit more um, early toe than she did last time so we can get into a position where I can get her out and get her rolling. And Yeah, on that last run, she'd have to be hard to beat, I think. Yeah, 2,200 metres. She just gave the impression the way she ran that race out uh, last time, and uh, that was uh, the same. 2,200, she, she, she looks like she wants that and uh, all of it as well. Exactly, yeah, the 2 is definitely going to play into her, her forte. Mm. Righto, Zoolander in race four, this one for the Pittmans again. Last start winner comes in on the minimum with 54 kilos and uh, this is another one that's well in the market. 
Yeah, I've only ridden him a few times, and each time I've ridden him, you know, he's got a really good race. He's drawn nine, but that won't be a worry for him. I can imagine there'll be a lot of speed with Spartan um, and Eminon taking each other on. So hopefully, if that if that happens, then you know he'll he'll get a clearer and he can get over top of them. He's, as you said, he's only got fifty four. He loves the track and he loves the distance, so he could be a good chance. Mm, that looks like they will go really hard in that race, but as you say, it'll suit him down to the ground. Been riding uh, Magneto at its last three and its model of consistency, the last couple running third and second. Got to be uh, on the strength of that, given a chance. It's uh, two wins have both been at this distance of the 1,200 metres, so you'd expect Magneto to be really competitive again. Definitely. Um, Drew one last start at Rickerton with the rail out, which always makes it pretty difficult. I think if I'd got even half of the gap that I needed, um, he would have won last start. Um, it just come a wee bit late and, and the winner got the momentum when I needed it. So, yeah, I think he's a, a top show. Yeah, he's won a bit of money, 123000 and he's uh, you know only won the two races and he's into a, a nice rating 65 race here. So, as you say, desperately unlucky last time. Must be hard to beat. Now, look, there'll be no need to be blaming the trainer if this one isn't uh, fit enough or ready to go. Trained by Kylie Williams to be ridden by Kylie Williams. So uh, what can you tell us? You must know lots about this one. Oh, if if the kids haven't given me grey hair, this horse blooming has. Um, she's actually down with my friend <laughs> Kelly Shearing in, in Riverton at the moment. I'm just trying to give her something different. And all the racing's been down south, so it was easier to leave her down there. And she's been doing a lot of beach work and stuff. And Kelly's really happy with her. We've taken the blinkers off just to maybe spark a little bit more. Like, she's always thereabouts, but it's very frustrating because she just needs to do that little bit more. But, um, yeah, she does like Dunedin and back on top of it on, on a firmer track will probably suit her. So we'll see what she does. <laughs> Yeah, she's always honest race, isn't she? Race six, number 11, just maybe. She's form line four, five, five, four, five. So she's uh, sort of just tempting you with uh, getting into the prize money as well. Righto, uh, in the next one towards the bottom, time's up. This one, a local with Stephen Prince. Was a good run last time in running third. Uh, comes in off the ballot, but certainly wouldn't be the worst. No, exactly. He has drawn 10, but um, he does tend to jump and put himself on the speed, so... It's a nice run down the back straight at Wangatui, so I'd say I'd probably end up in front with the stable made up outside of me. And as you said, he went a really good um, race in the cargo, stepping up to the 14, which is probably ideal for him too. So I think that stable mate will be hard to beat, but yeah, he'd have to be a good show on that last run. Yeah, stable mate Tiki is flying at the moment, having won its last three. It's a good field, that is, as they are across the card. They're really good fields at Wingatui. Good money, though, so they should be. Righto, the, uh, one of the features, the NZB Air Freight Stakes, this for the three-year-old fillies and Lady Sass. Well, she was very sassy and did it uh, all wrong last time. Stood in the gates, took no part. I'm sure that Kelvin uh, Tyler will have uh, had a few tricks up his sleeve to try and sort that out in the interim. Yeah, she had to have a jump out on Monday in front of the stewards and, and they said she pinged the gates and let up in, in that jump out. They've changed a wee bit of gear on her. And like, she's a lovely, quiet filly, but she's, she does have a bit of an attitude and, and it's going to all play into whether she jumps or not because I don't imagine there to be a lot of speed and I could imagine it's going to be an awkwardly run race. So I don't want to miss the kick and end up going that slow that it's just not going to play into to our hands so yeah, hopefully she jumps good and I can just get a nice posse and, and ride her for, for how she is.
Mm, it was um, behind Abelur that she took uh, no part at Invercargill, and we spoke to you uh, before that race. Gee, she was something Abelur, Mongolian Falcon filly, and read during the week that she's going to do the uh, balance of her racing out of Joseph Pride Stable in Sydney. That the world looks to be her oyster. She's very talented, Kylie. Yes, definitely. Um, as I said, she was probably my best rider of the day, and she truly obliged. And yeah, it's a shame she's gone to Australia. I don't get to ride her again, but no, I'll be following her career and. I hope for Calvin and the team that she can um, live up to what she's showing over here. She's a lovely city and, and, you know, she's still got a lot of learning to do, but, yeah, hopefully she can live it up over there. Yeah, I see they retained an interest. Why wouldn't you uh, race for uh, some big money there? But she's done a great job here. Righto, the big money race is the ODT Southern Mile final. It's uh, been a great concept. Congratulations to Noel and the team at Wingatui who have pulled this together. And you ride the Grey Goose who was really good in winning last time. I think it might be named after me with my grey hair, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she's been pretty impressive most of her career. Um, it's a shame that Rohan can't ride her at the moment, but um, I'll keep the seat warm for him, and, and hopefully it'll make his day a bit brighter if I can get up. She's drawn wide, but probably come into about 10 with the ballots scratching. Um, a massive run down the back straight, so there'll be plenty of options to to find a spot um she does get back and a bit of clear air is not going to um worry her so yeah hopefully they they do run along because if they sit and sprint it's probably not ideal for her but yeah she'd have to be a good ride on on what she's shown in her career absolutely righto just quickly we're running out of time what's the best of them kylie um i'd have to go magneto magneto righto very good unlucky last time thanks for your time good luck and safe uh, riding out there at wingatui saturday Thanks very much, Butch. Kylie Williams with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Butch, that's it for our episode this week. Enjoy the racing, a big one ahead. Yeah, it is a really big one. Derby day, but some great racing at Wingatui as well. I reckon Kylie's got a good book of rides. Let's hope she can get some home. Join us again next week for Breakfast with the Kiwis.